0: welcome everyone to soul medicine festival podcast this is our first ever podcast so please subscribe we're gonna have lots of amazing guests such as today we've got andrea prophet she holds cacao ceremonies and is a sound healer amongst many many other wonderful things i'm i'm sure so we're gonna dig into all that today so yeah welcome andrea to the podcast
1: Thank you so much for inviting me on, it's a real pleasure to be sharing today, yeah,
0: thank you. Yeah, we only met, I don't know, two or three weeks ago over the phone, didn't we?
1: We did, yeah, we did through, yeah, a bit of a a synchronistic um, mindset, I think, you know, with sharing what you're sharing and, yeah, just seeing what you've done, um, yeah, I felt to reach out actually when you put the questions out there, so, yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah, and no, I just felt yeah a bit of an instant connection, and I can tell you kind of got a lot of a lot of wisdom, so I thought <laughs> it'd be nice to tap into that for the podcast. So yeah, first, do you want to just kind of tell us your sort of uh, backstory and how you, you know, ended up journeying into cacao and sound and whatnot?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, um, I guess where I am currently at the moment is a good place to start, and. The last six years especially has been quite a deep journey with the plant um, realm just generally actually. And um, yeah, I think for all of us and a lot of us finding in, on reflection <laughs> since maybe around 2012, things have changed a little bit. So yeah, we've all kind of ended up I think in these on these journeys really and in some respects, it's hard to know what exa- exactly is going on at those points, you know, until you look back and you can kind of reflect a bit. but. Yeah, I mean, working with cacao and working with sound and um, now the breath and now with sleep therapy has been really a development, I guess, since uh, my own journey to the Americas, really. And I've always traveled, always um, had an eternal gypsy (laughs) operating inside that doesn't let me stand for many, (laughs) many months at a time in one place. So, you know, as I'm getting on, I'm finding out what that role actually is, you know, and, and that um that has driven a lot of it sound has always driven what what i've done you know so since being at university and doing marketing and all those kind of things and going through the usual corporate job kind of oh, i did marketing have, at uni as well did you really uh, yeah <laughs> good grounding i mean at the end of the day everything needs you know um but it's promoting or you know you know you yeah we'll, that's it. I didn't those really principles understand. stand you know those principles stand for everything that we do don't we, even ourselves you know it's like we have this sort of you know um yeah a way of attracting people to us and magnetizing things and you know i think i really got involved with it from the psychology part of it actually that really interested me why do people buy these things why are people buying all of this stuff and doing all of these things you know based on that and then i realized ah, oh, <laughs> that's very not such a good thing <laughs> yeah. um you know kind of Enticing people to buy things that they don't need, that they they can't afford, that they don't really want, you know. And it's like, okay, actually, this is where we look at consumerism, and this is where a big part of my life changed, you know. And I started getting involved with more music-based, sound-based things, and managing bands, and organizing festivals, and you know, going down that road. And then I found permaculture and forest gardening and forest schools, and it just ignited this whole kind of earth connection with me. So,
0: is, yeah, that, is that to do with the food forest?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That, yeah. I did a absolutely. bit of
0: homework, a little bit of homework. On well done. And I, said, well, I saw that yeah. pop up, but I didn't really read much because I thought I'll ask, ask you about it later on as we go. Yeah. Into the podcast,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting because it's just come full circle. And, uh, you know, I think we go through waves, don't we? Sort of pursuing spiritual happiness and physical happiness and mental happiness and, you know, all of these sort of you know ideas around stability and coherence in our lives you know um and yeah this has actually come full circle and the realization currently that you know putting retreats on and going into these spiritual realms and you know with all these plants and 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 wonderful blissful you know peak experiences actually what we're we're looking at now is something that really requires some action land based action you know and this is where the food forest comes into it and um the connections that have with beautiful farm and and just where i've been just now the crops not shops guys and you know another friend of mine who's you know opening land up and and really sort of making some headway you know in a physical sense you know building community and that kind of thing. so yeah there's some retreats coming that combines my body spirit idea but also with the with the land and and practical solution you know
0: yeah it's really important isn't it like i'm only just starting to kind of learn bits about that but i know We've got a real issue with how we're damaging the the soil particularly the topsoil yeah it? it's
1: a big huge part of that to you know the farming agriculture and that kind of thing I mean, you know i'm by no means an expert on that but i know that there's something going wrong <laughs> you yeah. know yeah, and uh, there's a lot of people i know who are very much involved with that and you know regeneration um on a bigger scale so yeah so i think you know bringing all of this together and, and understanding that you know essentially we are nature we're not, separate, we're not separate from nature essentially and you know the sound work that i do and is connecting people to those those elementals within themselves and you know bringing that stability coherence back into vibrational fields and that's you know our environments our ecosystems are our, our own ecosystems within you know all of the, the holistic methods and yeah because don't you
0: use uh, 432 hertz with the sound healing and that's coherent with is it with human nature or just nature in general
1: well it's the jury's out on it really you know i mean there's so many different sort of books i mean takes on it essentially and i've had a few teachers that have really stressed the fact that actually what the the real key essence to sound healing or sound therapy is that the, the stability um and consistency of those tones so you know, through cymatics and that amazing guy, John Reed, what's the name? John Reed, I think his name is, um, well, I mean, the work that he's doing and, you know, what you can see that, I mean, sound effects matter. We can all agree on that, I think. <laughs> and, uh, and when you look at cymatics and you look at certain tones and frequencies and the, man, you know, the beautiful geometric patterns that they create and the fact that we're water, water affects us, you know, at a deep cellular level, I mean, sound effects at a deep cellular level because of the water molecules and because of the way we're made up you know so it stands to reason that when we're listening to frequencies that are dissonant that aren't necessarily stable and coherent it's gonna really mess with us you know so yeah. um you know anything that is stable consistent that the body can entrain itself to is going to be good to enable the body to come back to its own home frequency home note or you know resonance that that we individually are as unique. At- atomical beings, you know, <laughs> no atom can take up your space or, or my space, you know, so we, we each have these, you know, um, rest states, I guess, you know, and that's a lot of, of the work that I do also is with the nervous system, you know, yeah. um, and giving us tools to be able to manage our nervous systems, you know, through the breath and uh, through tone, the voice, you know, those kind of things. So Yeah. yeah.
0: And j- just for anyone who hasn't experienced it before, what kind of things can I experience because I've sat in um sound healing sessions myself and uh kind of see them with my partner like some people get emotional don't they or other kind of states what have you experienced in in your
1: time so many things I mean since I've I've been working with the crystal sound and that's from 2016 um there's been many many different situations and probably thousands of people that I've worked with over the years you know and and it, it's really interesting because in a big group of, say, 100 people, you're working with a collective harmonic, almost, you know, collective field. You know, it's a feedback loop. So each session is so unique and different because of all of these different factors. You know, so, yeah, a lot of people, deep relaxation, a lot of colours, a lot of, you know, pain moving, and going, and you know, back pain that's been there for a long time, knee pain that has just gone, you know, after the... Wow. The session, um, vision—you know—a uh, sense of feeling oneness, you know, and this, this no edges, <laughs> you know, and having this sense of, you know, a bigger, a bigger picture of things. Um, uh, yeah. Um,
0: That's why I experienced at your sound session a couple of weeks ago. At Living well, really. Yeah, because like I said, I've done a few sound sessions, but like my arm kind of just didn't feel solid at all kind of feel the cells like rippling a bit on my left well, arm. Yeah,
1: and it's so unique sound. It's not even really sound to the eardrum. So, you know, when it when when you convert that into the sound, it's a it's like this um, meeting of you know the vibrational field. So, yeah, it's I, I find it fascinating because everybody's so different. And you know, one bowl that's really I find really strong and resonant. You know, someone can say, "Oh, I didn't really feel that at all. You know, it's, it's nice to go through each of the bowls. And there's so many different scores of thought on tones and notes and chakras and colours. And...
0: Sorry, guys, just had a little blip in the connection there. So, yeah, as, as you were saying, Andrea.
1: Yeah, so um, I think it goes on 432 hertz again. Um, so, yeah, the reason that that came into my field, I did some sounding and training back in 2016 with Tony Neck. And um it kind of it blew me away. It was all different all sorts of instruments really, but it was always a crystal sound that I could resonated with more so than anything in a drama actually. Um so yeah, this 432 hertz idea came when I was over in California and saw this documentary called Sonic Geometry. So this is where the the whole sort of basis of what I do really comes into play. And um, so the geometry, the maths, the music, you know, Pythagorean theories um, and, you know, ancient Egyptian um, teachings, you know, have really sort of taken me on this road of yeah. understanding sort of, I guess, the physics and, and that side of things.
0: Yeah, because sound. I mean, I'm guessing it goes back even further than this, but a lot of people don't realise that sound healing was used by the Egyptians
1: in the pyramids, wasn't it? For sure, you know, and you look at the om and there's a guy that I work with called Mateus De Stefano, and he's just a phenomenal uh, source of information regarding, you know, some of these um lesser known understanding, I guess, around sound and the breath, you know, and the breath in effect um from his side of things talks it is the the primal that it's the primal sound that we started with you know that's the start of the um essentially so you break that down there's just so much within the voice you know actually and regardless of all of these things outside and you know when we're talking about plant medicines as well these tools that we use and these um they're essentially kind of shortcuts that we can get to ourselves as essentially so yeah Yeah. um you know all of the things that we use I think it's really good to have that in mind and that reverence and that understanding of, of what we're working with and um, and with sound as well so yeah I could talk about
0: this for hours so I feel like I'm rambling no 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 but then um, <laughs> yeah the sound arm um, isn't that believed to be like the sound of the birth of the universe if you like yeah
1: which is essentially the breath according to Mateus you know in this idea yeah, that it has that
2: breath
0: yeah, of which the is
1: universe good. yeah exactly
2: yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah that yeah. makes exactly sense yeah cool yeah so yeah um be good to go into a little bit more um, detail about the cacao because i know you, you spent a lot yeah. of time in central and southern america which i'm sure yeah. people would love to hear about and yeah how you sure. been a big
1: yeah it's been a really big part of my journey and you know in 2012 i sold a house and went to peru and um well i've changed in a big way and i went over there having understood about the medicine circles and the, the different um, plant medicines that were used over there by the indigenous um, people. And uh, I did go there before that, um, but also quite drawn to to movement, I guess, into the mountains. So I ended up living in Psac for about eight months and had some really deep experiences with uh, Wachima and ayahuasca and, um, and other different plant medicines. I went on a really deep healing journey. <laughs> um, I was meant to go for six weeks and ended up coming back two and a half years later. So, it really sort of changed the direction of a lot of the things that I was doing. I wasn't working with sand then; I was um I was doing all sorts of other things. But um, I bet that but was yeah, strange coming shifted. back.
2: Sorry.
1: yeah, it was. And cacao was a big part of actually how I grounded a lot of that information in. And from Peru, I ended up um going up to California, having met a lot of people from the states in Peru and um, and just yeah Mount Shasta <laughs> came into the picture and spent quite a bit of time at these really quite strong vortexes um unbeknownst to me in some of them actually mm-hmm. until afterwards as I was saying before. Um, so yeah all of these pieces of the jigsaws sort of started to fit in um, and just following that guidance really and, and I think through the, the medicine journeys the strength in that intuition and your own Understanding of signs and synch- synchronicities and all of those things really builds. So, yeah, following that, you're catching up with yourself pretty much, you know, all the way around. <laughs> I ended up in Guatemala um, and at a place called La, La Piramides still car. I did the moon course, which is a moon, um, a full moon to full moon, 28 days. Um, deep self inquiry and exploration, essentially. Um, working with pyramid energies and all sorts of um different lineages. It was a, a set, you know, doctoring as such, you know, but it was run by a lady called Chatty, who's my um, amazing experience, but ended up out there somewhere. So after all of this experience in Peru and Guatemala and like landing in, you know, the, this situation i was all over the place really honestly <laughs> at that point <laughs> you know huge experiences but however no way of integrating any of it either. so um i did a month yoga course and tried to sort of brand some of that into the body or the embody some of it you know but um found Keith and the infamous cacao shaman at the and they done, you know San Marco's beautiful soul and beautiful community as well And you know, sat with that for about probably seven months. You know, or throughout the weeks. You know, there's three ceremonies a week. Maybe we do one. Maybe we do more. You know, however. uh, Where was
0: that? Back in the UK.
1: That was in no. That was in Guatemala. That was yeah. So yeah, it became like a really strong practice. You know, personally, to deal with a lot of emotional um, kind of depths and really big. You know, heart. Empath wounds that we pick up, you know, and um, and he runs it. He kind of runs an empath school. He says, you know, so he teaches you how to be an empath and how to hold that space for yourself, you know, and, and others. And it's just a really beautiful experience to sit on that porch, you know, and and see the collective healings that happen, you know, and the, just the the resonance, you know, with with what he talks about. So sitting there planning to go back to the states and, and started crafting at that point with a friend so things were going good we've got some plans and anyway go to the ceremony and an intention to okay what am I doing I'm going home I staying and then get this um yeah sign let's just say and Pablo the guy that I've been running Kick Club with for the last six years or so um his chocolate wrapper comes out after Keith talks about two bars that he wouldn't you know endorse the ceremonial grade essentially. So it ended up with me, yeah, coming back and I starting Kakao Club from these just really deep signs <laughs> to just get on with it really, you know, so it was kind of time to share and it was created as a bridge really, you know, from the old ways of doing things so we could introduce people to sit in circle, to ceremony, to to ritual, to, you know, to mark these these occasions and, you know dance and all the things that we love you know that we can do it we don't have to have hunger for like three days, <laughs> you know there's ways of working with this energy it doesn't need to be serious, serious you know it's super spiritual and serious you know so it was really set up for that and it's just it's growing from strength to strength really you know and such an organic growth we didn't, we didn't ever do anything major promotion wise or have a website or push it on anybody. audience you know it's like any plant medicine it calls you you know it calls you in yeah. and people hear it you know in that's the energy that that really is I think the main thing when working with all of these plants you know is that that respect and that reverence for the consciousness of the plant and the understanding that you know there's there's an equal share here you know and there's a, a reciprocal thing that happens you know with yeah. the plant world yeah and
0: there's a kind of um a gratitude as well isn't there that kind of come, comes oh, yeah. back to you the more
1: you, you give to it thousands of years of, of knowledge you know in these trees and plants and you know the earth and the elements and yeah all of that is embodied in the plants you know and it's like and us you know so it's it's like this symbiosis that you can kind of really get to and and just being quiet in your heart space and allowing that information to to come through you know and that's what these spaces are really you know spaces for contemplation which is essentially a temple you know these temples that we build cacao yeah. <laughs> like temples and south yeah. temples and things yeah so, totally what, just, you know and just going back that that to
0: that what you should. were saying like I think there is a bit of a misconception that uh, spirituality has to be this really serious thing and obviously when you're taking your practices seriously like yeah um, discipline's difficult is evolved. That's,
1: that's, and, it, discipline's evolved yeah yeah, 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 you
0: have to be disciplined and emotions come up. So there obviously is like a serious side. But the point in that is to kind of raise your vibration, your consciousness so you can enjoy life more, isn't it? And be able to, you know, dance like nobody's watching you and sing and say what's
1: on your in your heart. Totally. And the whole kind of you know, these um you know, there's a lot of ideas at the moment and especially sort of new new age ideas that we could be seeing as a little bit of distraction you know from the from the work you know so being discerning at the moment is super super important I think you know really and that comes back to the self doesn't it knowing self and what feels that opening and what is that sort of contraction and um and these yeah like you said raising your vibration and also acknowledging that the, the that vibrational spectrum is really big as well so you know even the the lower frequencies or the you know the earth is made up of all of those frequencies and we are as well and it's like honoring those points in our lives as well we need to step back and rest and then and, and actually our, our resonance does come down a little bit to allow sort of like a integration of the other ones yeah. you know so this sort of
0: way we're understanding so the way it's been a big part of my journey the last couple of years because yeah you know, I've been throwing myself into this stuff for like, I don't know, five, six years. Yeah. It's almost like I was suppressing something because I didn't want to, you know, believe that I could go into these lower states. It's just cause, yeah. you know, its own problems. And so it's kind of like, you know, yeah, the
1: descent is absolutely necessary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In fact, it's imperative. It's like it's like we've got to go down we you know, it's like the traveling yeah. thing we've got to go yeah uh it's it's tough for a moment and it's i think at the moment especially it's you know all we, all the things that we can do to kind of just calm nervous systems and bring us back into you know that sense of being able to cope with things you know that are thrown at us because
0: yeah because kind of... yeah, i feel like when we're going to fear the, the ego is very much activated isn't it and it's very protective so it can kind mm-hmm. of
1: fall a the point as well yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know, that's also to remember as well. It? It's like actually, no, you're doing a good job. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, they need to be protected in that position. You know? Definitely. And then, yeah, yeah, it really yeah.
0: pushes you uh, when you're ready, which is, I suppose, what the inner works about. Yeah, um, finding
2: is, yeah.
1: yeah. Did we choose? We did choose these journeys, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah,
0: I'm not sure about that sometimes.
1: I know what you're saying. I think a lot of people feeling that. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. But, you know, all these things that we're doing, night gathering and what you're doing, and with the soul Medicine Festival as well, you know, it's, I think, bringing people together. And that's a lot of the work that has, has transpired, you know, through what I'm doing is going from, know organizing these festivals and and bigger festivals to events and our retreats and workshops and it's always been about bringing people together and these harmonic fields that we create when we do come together are really powerful and they do ripple out and they do create um these changes so yeah it's all showing up you know when you really feel called and you know that feeling when you know you've got to be somewhere it's like you've got to just do it it's you know those points that I think mean, if we can follow those as much as possible, I think we'd we'll be all right. Yeah. And also, you know, this whole idea of we had a conversation with a friend of mine not long ago about all of this, you know, and what's going on and all this. We just agreed at the end of it that we both just don't
2: know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we really just don't have a clue. We actually don't know what's going on. Like let's just yeah. agree we don't know what's going on. We just everyone's doing the best I think that they can uh, at the moment to I move think it, it forward.
0: Socrates, he said something like uh, the highest form of wisdom is knowing that you know nothing something like that
1: that's very true yes I had a lovely teacher called dr bill in guatemala who used to say that uh, okay. things, yeah it's conscious and you know nothing about yeah all um, yeah
0: yeah and it's funny is it because the more you kind of do learn the more you realize that <laughs> that you don't know nothing nobody
1: <laughs> yeah, someone explained it to me the other day. The last three months has been extremely intense, you know, and moving through these different um gosh, I I'd say portals actually, if I'm totally nice. Um yeah, the I think well, I've lost some track actually. What was I gonna say? No, I've lost some track.
0: There is, there is. Well, yeah, um I want to go back to something actually you said near the yeah. start. Uh back twenty twelve, because that was kind of a big Year for me, like you say, a lot of people. What was yeah. your kind of experience then? Uh,
1: like I said, that was the year that I decided to sell the house and got called to Peru. So, you know, those that information has been in my field for a while, you know, about 2012 being a big date. Um, and I dipped into some of the Mayan teachings, you know, up until that point. But um, again, you know, we're looking at times and this is something that's come into my awareness the last year or so and I did a few workshops with the Dogon tribe and started to understand about how they look at time and time frames and kind of is a um, similar sort of take the Mayans and they work with the serious star and they work with that because it's my consistent cycle that they found. Um, so yeah my understanding around 2012 and time and what we call 2012 and what it is and these points in time I don't know I'm not I'm not 100% however um I know that that was like a big shift for quite a lot of people not maybe in the sense that it was super visible but actually on an internal level you know everybody seemed just sort of weave into a new understanding of things you know in my yeah i had a few personal experience yeah
0: yeah, I've had a few yeah. people on the podcast mention that year as well. It was a big year for them. Yeah, it was. A it big was for me as well, big time. Yeah. Like a, a big slap of... in the
1: face, but it was always Yeah. We're affected in a big way by, you know, these photonic mm. um, light streams and all sorts of different um, changes, you know, that happen on a level that maybe we don't see, hear or understand, you know, yet. Um, But it does, it changes things, and I think these different places that we find ourselves as well also activate these different parts of us, you know, this new architecture, you know, this sort of base 12 kind of arc, you know, and all these sort of, I I don't know, I was thinking about it before, like it's like a spherical consciousness, like we're aware of this, you know, density of the 3D, However, now all of it's available to us, you know, in there's different perspectives we can see from different parts of it all at the same time, you know, to kind of integrate that and realise that, that time is, is, is an illusion, that there isn't that past, that future, this present, you know, what? I mean, there's some really big understandings that are dropping in at the moment that are, are taking a while to understand the magnitude, you know, the bigger cycles that we're part of as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you know, I've looked a lot to astrology and more, you know, planetary aspects and and that kind of thing recently, and, and those have been really interesting to look at, you know, considering the relevance that it has to you know how we operate yeah. you know on, on this little planet.
0: Yeah, my fiance is an astrologer, so I've right, more okay. interest in that last couple of years, and it's fascinating. It is fascinating yeah. And I feel like it's helping. Deepen my knowledge of self which is you know really important yeah.
2: yeah
1: yeah I think it is actually I think it gives us a bit of a, an idea of strengths and weaknesses and challenges and you know all of those things and can just us a journey bit, yeah you know and all this human design and the gene keys and you know all of these things that that are there at the minute to help understand a little bit more I think it's easy to get involved and get really it, you know however I think you know the awareness of there are bigger things at play you know and that, that we can rest easy a little bit that you know we we'll just stay in the centers as much as we can <laughs> yeah and build that stable field around us you know so so we become those dominant you know vibrational fields in the yeah. environment. you know so yeah that balance then yeah i think kind of get in sync
0: yeah and i think it yeah. helps deepen your compassion a bit doesn't it because for yourself yeah because you know there's yeah. a lot there's a lot going
1: on internally yeah
0: and I think and for other people
1: yeah moving out of that fight flight state and it's been pretty hard you know a lot of us you know we're in survival mode (laughs) really you know and to sort of move out of that mode you know it's hard to create in that mode it's hard to to really sort of see a bigger picture and look at at compassion when you you know on guard and you know everything's a little bit in fear
0: so, yeah especially yeah. the last couple of years
1: yeah and so for me it's...
0: I was so kind of frustrated and angry with you know all the restrictions and stuff you do yeah. kind of lose that compassion a little bit and it's kind of like coming
1: back yeah. to that, that place it is I and mean, it's sometimes hard to do that yeah. you know and there's so much and it's so consistently so much <laughs> you know I mean it, yeah I think yeah for sure and that, like I said cacao is a, is a great medicine for that actually because it really brings us into a heart and it allows us to open you know on a physical level actually from you know a um, a nutritional point of view it's incredible but also yeah. this bringing a, a, a ritual or a practice or a, a little you know ceremony into our own worlds I think it allows us that moment like you said you know just having that five minutes to just to sit and
2: just be
0: quiet and silent and thank yeah. yeah, well, um, I, I had my first ever cacao ceremony Sunday night, actually. Did so, you? Yeah, good timing.
1: Brilliant. And how was it for you?
0: It was a lot deeper than I thought because, like yourself, i have done a lot of uh, plant medicines, like ayahuasca and, and mushrooms, whatever, so I was kind of thinking, gonna uh, have a nice time, drink some cacao, listen to the sound um yeah yeah, it wasn't really like that (laughs) or ended up having yeah a lot of things come up that to work through but uh i love the experience so that i'd definitely do it again
1: yeah and i think it's that relationship that you build with that medicine as well and you know it's introduced you know it's just like any relationship you work with it you know and you work at it and it's um it's interesting i think there's a lot of people kind of go to sometimes these partners and think wow well, okay we've done more so and but that's just the journey that you take and you sort of, yeah you choose to follow that path and especially I think the heart medicine at the moment it's um it's something that all of us need you know and yeah. she's such a gentle teacher in some respects you know strong really powerful however she'll kind of you know take your hand and walk you through the door as opposed to like kick your ass through the door <laughs> yeah. well yeah <laughs> I mean, going
0: into the, the heart space <laughs> in the current times that like we just said, everything that's gone has caused so much division. I and mean, it makes yeah. a lot of sense to, you know, get back into your heart space and be yeah. compassionate for each other's side. I'm like, they're going yeah. through.
1: Yeah, and just collectively journey with it, you know, like you said, in a group, and in that group dynamic, and that's how I started working with Kakao, you know, is in that group. And, you know, the sound combination works so beautifully because you can harmonize and you know you really kind of amplify and really um balance you know the energies and yeah it's a beautiful combination I'd yeah. recommend. Unless you've got it. Like, a heart condition <laughs> there's yeah. a few contraindications
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. make sure you read those first guys don't blame us but yeah um, the session I did, um, so it was my friend Deb, who I know you know, was doing the cacao. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, another lady, also called Andrea, was doing the sound, but yeah. she channels it uh, through a voice.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, that was what was felt like it was really bringing things out of me. It was sure. quite, um, yeah, powerful, really. I was, I was
1: quite shocked. Brilliant.
0: Really yeah. 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 yeah.
1: I mean, the voice is the best sound tool, the healing tool that you know we've got essentially and a lot of the area here and this is what I noticed in a lot of the sessions actually it's all the throat area and as soon as I get to the notes that are around you know the frequencies that are around the throat you can feel there's there's a lot held you know in this area and you know free in the voice and that's the voice you know the throat is connected to the sacral so you know it's this the actual creation comes from the voice you know and we sort of build this vision and this all of this thing is there like bubbling away you know at the sake but the actual creation well yeah this is it it's like because i i was having yeah it it can be, yeah yeah i was having a lot of
0: kind of um i don't know energy and feeling in the throat and i always felt like i wanted to be sick um so yeah those was yeah and then like now just think about it now i'm looking back at this week and i've had some like really open conversations that needed to be had so it's definitely worked its magic
1: brilliant mm-hmm. and that's the markers you know and bill always used to say that it's like market you know something comes on your path like that you're like okay, hey, just make a note of that and it, yeah. it builds that trust in the intuition and, and essentially that's All the work that I do is really essentially opening a space, you know, really for people to to come into that transformation or allow that transformation to come through them, and at the optimum time. And you know, we're never given more than we can handle, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, But they are, and I think it takes courage to go into these spaces sometimes. Hundred percent. Yeah, it really does. So,
0: yeah. They'll, to be doing it. Into, the, <laughs> into the unknown the subconscious
1: definitely yeah takes a lot of grits well this is it isn't it and i think the subconscious plays out in such a big way you know and i had a big lesson in this a few years ago with intention setting you know and i did this whole seven day thing with this really well known guy um where you set all these intentions and you release everything and you put everything in anyway, none of it came. I, like no, nothing like about 20 page book clip or something in the beginning of this cycle yeah. um, and then just how much of my subconscious really drove those intentions you know yeah. and you look at the limiting beliefs and I'm doing something at the moment um, um, around limiting beliefs and actually offering that as part of some of the sessions that are coming up you know with especially with the sleep therapy and that side um, but wow you know these subconscious beliefs just drive all of that so you know, instead of setting the, the main intention at the beginning of sessions, I do it at the end of the session now where everything's all sort of a little bit more balanced. Everything's a bit more centered and, and the purer kind of truer intention can emerge.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like every time I've um, sat with plant medicine, like the journey I've been on has had nothing to do with my intention most of the time.
1: Yeah, there's tends to be tend what happens. <laughs> it took me a while to realise that. I'm like, oh, no, this is actually coming to fruition. But all of this is. Like, oh, yeah, that matches with, yeah. And light, bring light to the unconscious, eh? That's it, that's it. Yeah, we shouldn't yeah, scare anyone. not pretty, pretty sometimes. <laughs> no,
0: nah, not always pretty. But fate is kind to the fearless guys. So get out there. There you
1: go. Get out
0: there. <laughs> there you go um so yeah let's talk a little bit about your festivals because obviously I'm starting out doing events so yeah I sure interesting to learn obviously this is a, a festival podcast be really interesting to learn about what you were doing
1: um at your festival yeah, a few yeah. years ago yeah. yeah so I originally started managing brands actually and was really into new music, you know, finding really good local bands and that kind of thing. So um, I ended up meeting a friend, a little mini gathering, um, and they were starting to organise the Workhouse Festival. So I started to put a few bands on for the first year, and then it got really popular, and then we went to the second year, and then we had, it was about 1,800 people the second year, and, and we set up a whole thing and became a director of that, with six other people and a whole crew of other people, you know, supporting it. and um, and then we, yeah, the, the workhouse festival kind of was born. Um, and it's a community festival. It was really around saving the building, you know, the workhouse in the Um so yeah, we, we did that for about eight years and it was absolutely incredible experience, you know, to work with that many people and over that that many years. And eventually, you know, the the building we bought and it's a community building now, you know. So there's venues and bunkhouses and all sorts of workshop spaces and many things that are, um, that are going on there. So, yeah, so that's the Workhouse Festival. Um, I then went on to organise two, there was, I think, one, two, three, three events all altogether um, as Indico. So that was as a festival goer and sort of moving into my thirties and people having kids and that kind of thing. We couldn't really do the whole thing where we were going away for three days, four days at a time. So I decided to put these one day events on um, that were really focused about sort of having a social essentially on a Sunday at these beautiful venues. And um, So I did that for a few years. Um, and we had supergrass and spray animals and mystery yeah. jet New Young Pony Club and all these kind of indie bands and, yeah, like <laughs> Kid food Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, Lightning Seeds first, a few others. So yeah, Arundel Castle and Sheridan Forest and and at the Quarry and Shrewsbury as well. So I did that for a while and, um, yeah, I was involved with the music industry, I, I guess, for a bit, um, working for record labels and I worked for Kerrang! Radio. Um, for a few years as well. So yeah, but sort of my career was always sort of tracked around music really since I was in my, you know, late twenties. Um yeah, and then I found permaculture and forest gardening and all of those things and travelling and, and whatnot. But yeah, I mean events. Um I did the World War Women's Gathering a few a few years ago before the thing. Um yeah, so smaller events now, but there's a potential for some bigger ones. So I've just yeah. Wow, well, you're the minute, so yeah. The cacao no. club's
0: pretty uh, epic. Like, I've heard you know, 100 people, yeah, it's
1: only like that. It's a lot, isn't it? For sure, yeah. And you know, cacao began in 2016, has been running since then. Um, so yeah, there's some changes going on with cacao club at the moment because that's growing and, and changing. So, yeah, there's um, there's the cacao full moon side of things that's happening. So that's a monthly event. Then there's going to be some more Sound Temple based cacao clubs, which will be based around the wheel of the year and moving not necessarily away from the moon circle, but um, but honouring just different parts of, of the, the journey with cacao and with the dance and with embodiment and transformation, different um, styles of music and that kind of thing. and introducing different plant medicines into the mix also you know and so there's some really interesting conversations happening at the moment um as to how that flows you know so that will maybe be like a year journey that we can take and um yeah through the winter. year so I'm gonna maybe talk about that another time because that's still all London like the last few months has been some really big changes so yeah the the new um Form of what, what I'm doing is, is coming online at a minute so,
0: yeah. cool well, yeah exciting stuff and I mean that's the good thing about having uh, I suppose the creative freedom of doing your own thing evolves with you and how you want it to evolve doesn't it
1: yeah it does you know and, um, and how it's guided also as well <laughs> it's working with crystal balls you know they tend to take me places in a lot of ways so yeah they have their own ideas about where they want to go and what they want to do as well, so yeah, it's like a very we <laughs> having a lot of random conversations in you, in <laughs> ethers with with these beings. Yeah, oh,
0: it's a good sign that you're so in tune with it all.
1: Yeah, well, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> get my ass kicked. Sometimes <laughs> tough love, tough love. it can, it can be there. Yeah. <laughs> It can be definitely you know but uh, yeah essentially I think it it's knowing when you step back you know and when you do your, your work and your own personal work and um, and when when you step forward and I think there's waves of people that are offering things at the moment and some of us step forward and then some of us step back a little and some of us step forward and you know
2: yeah.
1: um, and just honoring that our, our own journeys as well you know within within it so you know stepping back from Kakao Club involved quite a a big change but that you know the guidance came to do that and to and to go into these different spaces with it so so yeah it's they're challenging journeys aren't they that we're we're on at the moment and I think there's so many things that you're going to bring to I think Soul Medicine Festival that offer people an idea of what you can do you know I've been at Glastonbury the last few days and just um just go into some of these places actually and just sitting with the earth and just sitting with the trees and and sitting with the um with the natural medicine you know um at the land i think it's a really big part of uh, where we kind of connect in the waters and yeah. you know for all of us around wherever we are to find those spots for ourselves you know whether it's in a garden whether it's up a the hill
0: <laughs> But you've literally hit the two nails there that were the inspiration behind the logo which i've got on my, my t-shirt by the way <laughs> ah. because the the many hands of the goddess which were the many tools towards um good health and well-being absolutely and spirituality as well if you're looking at it and getting a good essay <laughs> and um <laughs> and the green the reason the logo is green is because you know it's about connecting with nature as well and that's why i'm excited about uh, the venue in church stretton because it's a lot more Beautiful. naturistic mm. than our last venue and yeah just stunning Obviously, yeah and you've got the different elements because you've got the water there's a brook down the side
1: um, there's a real mix yeah. yeah true it's a great venue and um I think it's yeah, people get a lot out of the day. I really do, I think they would. And um yeah, going forward, I think the, the timing as well, you know, when you look at that change of season, you look at everyone's sort of starting to sort of look at, at the internal landscape a little bit more, you know, and the the focus turns to that a little bit. You know. Um but yeah, yeah I think
0: the lockdowns, and uh, as much as uh, I didn't like what was going on at the time, at the same time I think because people had to slow down, um, I think they and they weren't in that flight or flight mode all the time. It allowed things to come up, didn't it? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, probably now now the dust has settled. It's probably a good time to kind of address those things.
1: Yeah, I think questions have come, haven't they? You yeah, know, for people and. You know you can't it's not really that far down the line until you get to the question like who up who am I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> once you ask yourself that then there's kind of no going back really <laughs> yeah. you know it's a bit of a turning point I think for a lot of people and then you know you start looking into that and then a lot of stuff opens up and like I said you know these these light activations whatever you want to call them you know and like i said sort of moving away from this lunar matrix programming that has, has caught a lot of us and moving into more understanding around you know the solar principles of you know without wanting to go into the whole christ conscious thing whatever words we want to put to it you know the shift in in, in what we're feeling um it, yeah i think yeah the question <laughs> yeah uh, yeah yeah i mean, we sound light, essentially you know we're affected by that so yeah um these spaces that all of us are creating you know and the people are invited to you know i think a really great space is to help yeah, yeah. With, yeah.
0: yeah well yeah i think that's uh another sort of paradox it's like you go to these uh retreats or ceremonies with all these questions looking for answers and you come out with 10 times more questions but i think that's the beautiful thing like that's what makes life so interesting exciting Is like having all these questions you know if you think you've got all the answers it all becomes a bit dull doesn't it yeah
1: the eternal becoming (laughs) (laughs) like who am i today oh my god my friend said to me so they're thinking I don't know what's going on, I just don't know what I believe anymore, I have no idea what to put anything, you know, how do I speak these words and all of these things and, you know, he said, well, you maybe just see it like this, you know, just to remember when you, when you left like primary school and you went to secondary school, you know, and then, you know, top class in primary school, I think you know everything and then you get to secondary school and you realise you want to start all over again, so maybe see it like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's actually what it feels like <laughs> yeah i always find um
0: facebook <laughs> facebook memories interesting So like i see some i've posted like even like a couple of years ago and i'm just like
1: <laughs>
0: that's a it good changed, sign in yeah. my eyes it's like yeah. it shows that i'm going somewhere at least if i'm cringing at something a couple of years ago oh, totally yeah the growth i mean it's,
1: it's huge and we're gonna really Everybody... Big growth spurt, I think is, is humanity yeah. Um, yeah and it's it does take a bit of time to integrate some of it you know um especially when you realize you know you can see all perspectives all at once and you have no idea what to do with your emotion because it's actually a very you know real thing you know like wow you can see why all of this is happening and what's going on however the The feels of it are just so, it's just everything all at once. I don't know if you've seen that film yet. Which one? Everything Everywhere All At Once. No, I don't think so. Wow. Just wow. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) Write write that down. What's it called? Uh, It's called Everything Everywhere All At Once. Everything. I think that kind of sums up uh, what's going on at the minute. I didn't, I meant to write down at the start as well. Gives
0: people watching it a chance to write
1: it down if they want to. uh, You mentioned a documentary. I think it was on geometry.
0: Sonic geometry. Yeah. Sonic geometry. Yeah. Awesome. That's me for the weekend.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and um, I think the the knowledge around plants and um, how we use plants is becoming a lot more acceptable. You know, especially when we're talking about psilocybin or you know mescaline or you know any of these to really help you know with ptsd or, or different mental health issues and, and that kind of thing and that's you know something that i think is really important at the moment
0: yeah ma- mainstream uh, science products,
1: organic, organic lines yeah and yeah. that you know yeah and empowering the people that are you know working with that to you know support that and to to really sort of yeah that out
0: there it's good yeah i think this, it's a shame here that it's such um kind of scary sometimes negative connotations with it but when you think deeply about it it's just nature like it's literally sprouting around where you live if you live in the uk yeah. near where you are <laughs> like it's there for a reason Um
1: exactly. it's not there by accident. yeah you look at nettles or rosemary or you know whatever it is you know oak trees or birch tree you know there's so many plant medicines and I think you know, we talk about these master plants but you know every plant is a master plant really. So every plant has that you know wisdom to impart if we can kind of move into a bit more of a um a balance with it yeah there's a guy actually that used to be called um nature sounds and he'd go out into a, a natural setting and he'd say immediately that, that he walked in you know the whole of nature would be on high alert you know all the squirrels all the birds everything and just come mad you know it be this whole thing and then he'd sit there and it's, it's sometimes taking like three hours or four hours for him to sort of move into that resin you know allow that to sink and then he'd say yeah bears walking just a Front of him foxes walking past him you know because he'd sort of sent and allowed himself just to yeah.
2: sympathetic
1: resonance
0: i guess you yeah yeah and that yeah. can give us signs as well can't it i was listening to a podcast yesterday and uh, yeah. this guy was saying to um paul check whose podcast it was that um he didn't really believe in that kind of thing and whatnot so paul check said to him just, you know, ask a question and say, show me a sign if this is true or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he asked this question and then I think it was a, an eagle or some kind of rareish yeah. bird of prey yeah. followed his car for like miles above him. Um, yeah. And then he still came back. He was like, oh, well, it could have been a coincidence. He was like, come on, mate. It's like, what are the chances? <laughs> like one in a billion <laughs> chances of that happening.
1: Yeah, the eyes to see <laughs> all, is, all is there in it? Yeah. It's all there. Yeah, all at once. Everything everywhere, all at once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Prepare yourself, anyway. That's very so intense. Um, yeah. But no, the, yeah. the cacao definitely connect,
0: felt like it was connecting me back to nature. Because when I got back, yeah, I was really... just, I couldn't be in the house. It was yeah. raining. So I ended up going for like a barefoot walk in the woods. And at the end, there was a big rain there. And it was just, Really? Wow, I haven't seen a
1: rainbow. Wow, just before that, it has. It's got a real um, potential, you know, to really switch us into a, a quite blissful state. Actually, you know, and there's so many different ways of using cacao and working with cacao you know whether it it's with creativity and you know um, more internal meditative work or dance or movement or you know that actually in a corporate setting as well you know there's a lot of people that have used it in monday morning meetings you know to mm. generate you know a bit more of a, a coherent kind of stance with with colleagues you know it's like there's so many different ways of working with it and it's a whole prophecy that Keith talks about you know when when the earth needs healing cacao will come from the jungle and heal the hearts of man you know like, yeah. it kind of is happening so wow yeah, yeah. wow um, are
2: awesome.
1: a lot of people offering those spaces now you know and I think working with specific cacaos and, and knowing where your cacao comes from and being really clear about that is a really big part um uh yeah that's something we really need to look at and you know know the people that are, are and where, where
0: it's coming yeah. from yeah, yeah definitely and what you you were saying in the the corporate world having worked there myself uh, oh. i think you have i feel like that's the kind of places that need it most this kind of work because it is just so
1: uh, high stress <laughs> bless <laughs> you bless you up nose. thanks <laughs> yeah i think yeah those those sort of spaces for sure you know um, and I think these wider circles, and I think it's a bit more accessible now for people as well. And that's what Cacao Group was about. It was really an inclusive place that people come, that, the, you know, there's an you know, ego at the door, you know, you come and you have the potential to have a hot chocolate and a little dance if you want, or, you know, drink a ceremony of cacao and reconnect really and, and really, you know, go into your, your process if you want to. Yeah. So all was welcomed, you know, at the... That. Yeah. Um, so yeah, more spaces like that, you know. Really, I think um, where people can just dance and let their hair down and just have fun, just enjoying. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I
0: teach. Um, med- yeah, I teach meditation. Yeah. I've seen some profound things happen with dance, like people yeah. literally break down in tears just at the freedom of it, because you know normally they probably need ten drinks to dance, and then it's all kind of numb and a blur. Um, yeah and then just have that space because we do it like eyes closed. Uh, yeah, just to kind of yeah, freedom.
1: I'm feeling yeah. the body wisdom in it as well as you feel through the dance, You know where things are held and, you know, this movement and I think movement before any kind of energy healing or sound healing or anything like that is really good, you know, because then you can kind of there's a more of a flow. The body's opened up a little bit, you know, and you can do that through the breath mm-hmm. or, you know, different you know movement practices but yeah I like um
0: humming and shaking as well
1: they're very yeah. good it so kind of it's like gets sort all of the cells
0: going
1: yeah bouncing on the trampoline is very good <laughs>
0: <laughs> have to that, get a
1: trampoline yeah. 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 <laughs> session down the festival um, we one in the garden <laughs> brilliant idea um yeah but yeah all of all of that i think is is great yeah
0: but yeah just um off the back of that it's good timing uh there is still a few tickets available for the cacao session not many it's been very popular but um i think there's i don't know about 15 left at the 50 so yeah go on the website if you'd like a ticket to sit with andrea so it's an hour and a half isn't it and you're gonna do how long yeah well, how does it kind of yeah. run
1: so we are going to join a circle and we'll connect. We're going to drink uh, some cacao and Blue Lotus and introduce you to these two wonderful plant teachers. Um, and then we're going to work with sound. I'm going to work with the crystal sound um, and we'll go through a, we'll work with a sound cleanse essentially. So we'll go and check in with all of your energy centers and we activate, you know, these two beautiful medicines um, with intention and yeah, relax into your journey essentially um of yourself. <laughs> so yeah, it's a really good point to to really allow yeah, yeah you, yourself to have an experience of yourself through sound and through these beautiful plans, you
2: know, then yeah I
0: yeah. think it'll I think it'll work well being at the end of the day because there'll kind of be a lot of other things going on. And then because it's the ends, then they'll have time to go home and kind of have some alone time and process it all
1: yeah absolutely you know we open and we we'll also close and we yeah so it's a full it's a full spectrum ceremony and, and a taster of of these two beautiful plant medicines essentially that you can bring into your own practices and i'll talk about that as well and you know um yeah
0: awesome and yeah the the blue lotus we get to learn a little bit
1: about that because I, I don't
0: know really anything about that one
1: yeah, so the lotus is a, a really um, important plant to the ancient Egyptians um, and the Greeks, actually, ancient Greeks, um, and across that area, in fact. So it's seen as you know this um, the the birth, really. You know, this the sun god Ra is associated, and um, the whole idea around the lotus is that it opens in the morning and it closes. It comes from the depths and. Um, yeah, it's used for many different things, you know, so you can make it into a tea, you can make it into a tincture. The Egyptians used to infuse it in wine um, and mix it with other different herbs and, um, and mushrooms as well to create these scenarios of celebration and um, it's used for dream work. It's an adaptogen so it balances the system. Um, it really helps with the dopamine and serotonin Production, um, and it's a beautiful medicine that really kind of brings us into this whole area up here. So, when when, when we're working with cacao and blue lotus, it's a real um, an opening of both the heart and also the the third eye region too, um, and the crown's connection with the divine essentially. So, it allows um, some really beautiful vision. It's like if you can imagine. <laughs> from the feedback I've got and also from my own experience, it feels like someone puts a windscreen wiper kind of over this everyone know, and everything sort of opens and yeah it's a, Can a, do a bit of that. And it's a wonderful, yeah, wonderful thing. Um so I'll yeah I'll talk more about that um at the ceremony but essentially it's a wonderful dream hub and it really allows us to relax into some of the work that the cacao does. Uh, yeah the, the combination works beautifully.
0: Yeah, anything Egyptian I respect so I definitely have to give it a go
1: yeah Egypt is the, I went for the first time this year actually in February and it was a, a very strong experience and i have traveled a lot of places but and yeah I'm still integrating quite a lot of it in fact I, I met someone yesterday who went four years ago he said oh yeah was, there's still things that are happening <laughs> you know? um, yeah so very very strong um, strong
0: place. No doubt. Yeah, we've done I think we've done about an hour. So I'll slowly start to wrap it up. Um so yeah one question have have you got any advice for people starting on their spiritual journey? Because the idea behind the festival is you know for people that have been doing this for years to come and enjoy the practices and connect with each other but also for people completely new to it to kind of have a, a safe space to explore. Whatever it is they want to explore it. So.
1: um yeah, advice for people to start on the journey. Yeah, just just start and go with what resonates with you, you know, and build that trust in your your own knowing, your own intuition. Um and you know, generally that silence helps, you know, if you can get those quiet moments and if you can, you know, calm your nervous system down, that's the first job really, I think, is to is to find those spaces within your day and the consistency of that, you know, um, and honouring that time when you when you really feel that you want to step back, put a boundary in place, you know, and and all of those things that help us, you know, create those spaces for ourselves in in our daily lives. You know, that's probably the most important thing. All of us can go and have peak experiences for sure, but you know, after those peak experiences, tends to come like a bit of a drop <laughs> down. So, you know, managing that middle path and and you know coming from that aligned heart mind space you know i think it's it's easy to sort of discount the ego discount the mind discount all of those things when actually they're really important to to align both together you know so it's what we're saying what we're thinking what we're doing the same thing you know that's mm. right thought right word right action you know and aligning that and staying true to ourselves you know i'm saying staying true to that authenticity and sometimes that is like a big sacred no <laughs> um and sometimes it's a you know a hell yeah but it's knowing that self you know and, and knowing what you need when yeah. you need it
0: yeah. wise words indeed yeah i like the, yeah i like what you said about consistency as well because i do feel like you know you can quickly Get back to square one if you if you're not disciplined and not doing your practices or not or just yeah, getting out in nature whatever it is that helps you
1: yeah. kind of ground one of the big parts of the work um with the power of three that i do is um working with these pythagorean theories that say that you know three 35 minutes sessions of music medicine or sound their sound whatever you want to call it a week is going to help really shift your vibrational state into an optimum vibration for you you know so to create that stability in effect we need to be exposed to these stable consistent frequencies so we can become that essentially That's so nice. yeah so whilst going for a sound bath amazing wonderful we feel incredible when you come out of it you know you go back into that like you said you go back into the world and life and this is where the tantric principles all come into it, you know. Can we be in the world and still embody all of that, you know, whilst all of this is around us? And these these coherent, stable fields can really help with that, you know, and us navigating, moving forward, you know. So, yeah, yeah five minutes, three times a week, <laughs> yeah. however that is your know, YouTube, whatever. Come to sound battle, you know. But yeah, if we can sort of move with that, then it can help really create that sustainable vibrational change, you know
0: so yeah you can you can do it at home with some headphones
1: yeah just yeah just consistent stable tones you know that make you feel peaceful yeah yeah and um, and everybody would that would be different for everyone. what that is so yeah good to experiment.
0: have you come across dr david hawkins
2: his work absolutely yeah yeah,
0: yeah. i read his book uh, i don't know about a year ago now power versus force and um, yeah. i found the scale of consciousness really interesting there's a playlist on spotify so if anyone's watching, ah yeah, downloading download. It, yeah, it's music Brilliant. that calibrates at 500 or higher on your scale of consciousness, which is when you move towards you know yeah peace and love and whatnot. Um, yeah. Vast majority is classical music, but yeah, it's really nice. I try to just listen to it in the background when I'm working, just to attune to, to those to that peaceful state, if you like. Yeah, that and you when
1: know, you're kind um, of stuck in work is you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know all of those things that can, yeah, humming, like you said, humming.
2: Mm.
1: Brilliant, absolutely brilliant for bringing the body, you know, into yeah. a state of calm. Yeah, vagus nerves, all of those things, and amazing things are activated. And yeah, Lots. yeah. But there's some great. There's some great practices available. You know, and easily accessible now people you know online and and through different teachers and methods and especially breathwork I mean breathwork is really the key you know that's a real secret the secret is in the breath (laughs) I've been told that so many times like over the years you know until you experience those those states and transformational happenings that come from you know this breath different different modalities in breathwork it's I mean wow
0: have you got any um, like workshops or anything coming up to do with the breath?
1: Um, yeah, yeah, I've got a workshop coming up next week in a church in North Wales. Um, and over the next couple of weeks, there's a few dates that have been sorted out. So it's more festivals and, and that kind of thing that I've got going on until the middle of September. Um, and then there's a sleep retreat coming. There's a, another retreat that's a, around... Um, earth-based work and practical solutions but also kind of mind-body-soul stuff as well so yeah but yeah i'll I'll, have that on on the website it's probably the best place to look at my facebook
0: cool cool yeah i'd be really interested in doing the breath work but yeah if anyone wants to follow andrea uh well i'll let you you tell them where
1: to to keep it yeah i'm on instagram (laughs) Wouldn't say I'm like the most prolific social media poster, um, and less so recently. But yeah, my Facebook on my personal page actually is the Sound Temple. Um, there's also the Cacaula page. Um, there is my Instagram. Um, I do have a Telegram group. So yeah, those links to all of those that I can post. I'm I'll like stick them
0: section. in the in the show notes yeah. underneath.
1: Brilliant, thanks. And we've, and we've also got Soul Medicine there. Festival. Party. That's great. Cool.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Um, i'll just say a few quick words about that to finish up so early birds finish on wednesday this podcast will go out on sunday so yeah you'll still have a few days to get your early birds uh we've sorted all the live music now Had a few little synchronistic things with that there's um father of a 15 year old girl called me and she lives right by the venue and and her sister's going away to boarding school or university the next day so he said oh can they have it, it as like a, a family day out before she goes so i thought that was lovely so i couldn't i couldn't really say no plus <laughs> is an amazing singer so that would be great um but yeah everything's coming together really well so excited for great it day. great
1: day great venue really great offerings you
0: know. yeah, yeah that's it and just yeah hopefully everyone just gives things a try, I mean there's so much going on, we've got uh, a lady doing EFT, a couple of other sound sessions, uh, Reiki, those kind of therapies if you've ever tried that, it's a great opportunity, um, massage, if you've got more kind of body work, um, yeah, literally all sorts of, obviously, yeah, yoga classes, Qigong, talks, so yeah, action-packed day, should be fun. But yeah thank you so much andrea for your time really thanks really so much it. Alex, it's
1: been really a pleasure and thanks for asking me to come on yeah I'm really, am no, no, really
0: yeah. honored to yeah. have it you on time. especially because i know you've been away all week so it's probably been full on so really appreciate that you've uh, yeah took time out your yeah, day on, yeah. pleasure totally thank Thanks. You. cool oh thanks for listening guys and yeah hopefully see you all at the festival